Yo. You, you, you are now listening to the smoking section. Oh, yeah. Or you'll find hot topics. And fire conversations. Keep it locked. Hear me? Uh, we're live. Smoking eee. section. Corpse Collective. My man, Kyle. The Twin Street Beast. The atrocity. <laughs> Y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know what's going to be in this motherfucker. <laughs> bro, again, thank you for coming on, dude. Thank you so much, bro. Yeah. Appreciate you, bro, for having me on here, bro. This is like my first time ever doing this, so it's like, it's about to be some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, we'll stumble through it if we have to, man. Because, uh, cause, bro, like even even before I came came for Florida, man, we sat down in the living room right there at uh, Sherman's pad, YHL's pad, and you know, mm. chopping it up with you was cool, man. Like, and I feel like that was a that was like one of our first solid chances to really sit down. And, like, we were like, you know, hella stupid, yeah, we're bouncing ideas, you know, we're bouncing ideas <laughs> right. off of each other, and and you know, wow, well, well, why do you think that, or what do you think about this, and kind of picking each other's brains, but um, but for people who might not know, yeah. I always like to give people a solid chance. You can give your little bio. You can shout your Instagrams, all that, but let people know who you are and what you do, and then we'll go from there. All right. Uh, well, my name is Kyle. Uh, I'm a dancer, a designer, and I'm a stylist and all that stuff and, like, fashion and stuff like that. Um, I started all of that. Like, well, I started dance maybe – I mean, I was a shorty, like, maybe, like, since I was, like, eight. And then I got into fashion and stuff. Like, my junior year of high school, I was, like, customizing clothes and all that stuff. Um, I got a little more serious with dance, like, probably, like, around 12. I'm from Chicago. So, mm-hmm. like, in Chicago, well, while I stayed in Chicago, I stayed in, like, this uh, part of the city called Calumet City, mm-hmm. where, like, um, it wasn't really dancers. Like, they, it was dancers, but it wasn't, like, animators or poppers or any any stuff like that like we have our, our own like style which is like called chicago full work and then there's yep. another style called bopping so it was only like those type of styles it was more like like those styles is from like the streets like how crump is from like la streets like chicago full work and bopping is from like chicago streets so yeah it was that and then I'm trying to think i got more uh I got pushed more into it once I tried to do uh, America's Got Talent this one year. I think I was, like, 17. And then that's when I got introduced into, like, the battle scene. So, like, the battle scene out there, it was small, but it was still, like, everybody knew each other. And it was always, like, jams and shit going on like that. Um, And then, yeah, it was just from there, like, I met up with a couple people and then, like, me and a couple of homies, like, came out here when I was, like, 18. I graduated high school, and she came out here two months after. I didn't even go to, like, college because I felt like college wasn't even, like, for me type mm-hmm. thing because I didn't know what to do. So I wasn't going to go to college and then just, like, have, like, debt just, like, yeah. on me, like, just because type thing. So, yeah, here I am. Wait, no. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm talking about. But, okay. I was... Uh, I started Crump maybe around twenty. What was it? Twenty nineteen? I think twenty nineteen was the first time I seen you. Yeah, so twenty nineteen. That's when I started Crump, and I've been like I was in the all style scene before then, and then yeah. So yeah, now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I'm making custom clothing and all that other stuff right now. I just uh, started my brand. Well, I already had the idea in my head, but this year I really like started like dropping stuff. And my first pop up was like, what was it last year, November? So it was like, so now like everything is like starting to roll through and getting like we starting to get the flow and stuff like that. So yeah, that's my Dude, little bio. 18, 18 coming out here with a group of homies. Dude, explain that because bro, that was crazy, bro. Like, like people did not want me to leave. People was like, "Yo, if you go out there, you ain't gonna have no money. You're gonna be homeless." We didn't have no money. We only came out. We only came out here with like two thousand dollars. God damn. Like, so we only came out here with two thousand dollars for like maybe ten or nine months. We were in like hotels and Airbnbs, bro. We had we didn't really had no place to stay. We were basically homeless, but we were staying like hotels and Airbnbs. We were spending hella money, so we couldn't even find a place really because we had to find a place to stay. It's like yeah, and we like she performed like every day. We she performed like ten hours a day, every day, and for like nine months. I think that was like our fucking like that was our lab because we used to just we used to just freestyle. Mm-hmm. People just give us money, so we were just like basically practicing to get money type thing and um yeah man we started um the group was called liquid motions so we had got it's crazy because we had got like uh we did like you know what the billy bounce is right mm-hmm. yeah like we got famous off of doing like a billy bounce like video and then we were doing like videos from like there and then like we just started doing like whole different like stuff like we still cool now and stuff like that it's just everybody like doing their own thing now type thing. Mm-hmm. yeah so it was and these were guys like you went to school with and shit nah uh they was in the uh chicago scene like uh my homie kj uh his name is laura finn like his like people know him as laura finn and um we like came out here together it was me him um the homie ck and then my other homie uh terrell and we came out here and then uh yeah, we just built from there, and it was just like this is like everybody had like their weaknesses and like strengths, but we all came together to like make something like bigger type thing. We just built together, and now like we know like the ins and outs of like how to get money and stuff like that. So now we like um, really like like yeah, we just like getting we just got it together, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. It was yeah, it was a pretty crazy like little little journey and stuff like that. Damn, now that I think about it, that shit was crazy, bro. Yeah, was bro. Bold. <laughs> yeah, y'all making bold moves at 18 years old, man. Like Yeah. No, I think they they're a little older than me. I was like the youngest. I was like I was 18, like coming straight out of uh high school and stuff like that. And it's crazy the reason why we made the group cuz we made the group before we came out here. And mm-hmm. like it was this dude and he uh he like uh, tried to. He tried. I don't know if it was like a scam or whatever, but he was saying he was like a a model, uh, like manager and stuff like that. And he wanted us to go on tour him and all that. And he was like, "So uh, I just picked out you guys, and I wanted you to like make a group or whatever. So y'all just find out what like y'all want the group to be called. So we came up with like liquid motions, and then after that, like dude was just being weird. So we were just like, all right. But we stuck we stuck with the, the group name, but then we just like 
get our own stuff. Mm, all right. So, yeah. All right. So, 18, moving to Cali. You know, y'all studying it out of Airbnbs and hotel rooms and all that. And, you know, 2019 rolls around. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you made a serious, serious statement at that rookies tournament, right? The mm-hmm. Beast Camp rookies tournament. They were mm-hmm. – um, they were trying to fill like the number seven, eight, and number eight slot, or number seven and number eight slot for the tournament or mm-hmm. the their like rankings. You pulled up, right. you pulled up crazy. Like, tell people about that night, man. Walk, walk, walk us through it. How did it feel? Like, what was what was your thoughts and emotions into it? Um, well, me as a battlehead, like I got like I was I got bored of like the all style scene because it wasn't like. It wasn't like what I thought it was type thing. Like I mean, it's not. It was because it was a battle of battle. But like, I feel like people, the energy wise of like battling, wasn't really there. It was only there for like certain people. Like certain people mm. came in through like the all style thing that really had the battle like mentality type thing. But like, uh, most people really didn't. They just wanted to dance, which is fine. Like that's not like a bad thing or whatever. That's cool. But like. When I, at first, I didn't really, just to be honest, at first, I didn't really like Chrome. At first. Mm. Like, I was just like, because, um, I mean, like, some people, like, Outrage, I know Outrage in the uh, All-Style scene, he was tight. I know Dread, I know, like, Bad News, he was tight. And it was like, but it was like most, like, most people that I've seen, like, that came into, um, like, Crumpers that came into the um, All-Style scene, but it wasn't really like that good type thing. And I was just like, like you're not really doing anything. You just like throwing your arms around type thing. But then mm-hmm. it got to a point where I was just like, all right, I'm not gonna like sit here and like like judge people. Oh, Beast Two, I'm tweaking. Beast Two, he was an all star saying too. But um, yeah, and I was like, all right, I'm not gonna like sit here and like slander people on their styles because that's what people do to like Chicago footwork and stuff like that. Because people just see like. Your feet just moving hella fast. And like it just like why your feet just moving fast? What that mean mm-hmm. type thing. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna learn just like a little bit of it, just to see like where is it coming from. And then I start watching other people, like other elites, like dance, like Bruiser, Beast, um, Lavar, uh, Tide Eyes, Miho, and all that other stuff. And then it was just like, oh yeah, Ugly Fate. Ugly Fate was like one of my favorites to watch at the mm-hmm. uh, at the time, and then um, yeah. So then I was learning from that, and I was learning like from like little YouTube videos on, mm-hmm. on YouTube, and so I was just learning stuff from that. Then I was just like labbing. I just kept labbing. I just kept labbing, and then that's when uh, while I was labbing, that's when I met like Beast at like Austin saying. And then I was like, yo, like, I'm trying to learn, like, Crump and stuff like that. And he was like, yeah, just come through. So I went through a couple times when the Cypher Spot was going on. I didn't go to any of the uh, freestyle sessions. And then I started going to DC sessions. So I was more into that. I was going to DC sessions, like, every week. And then uh, I think... When was it? I think 2019, like, no, it was 2020, August, because that's when they started doing Beachville and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, before then, we was having the um, 
the um rookie sessions. We had That's the rookie sessions before. Yeah, we had mm-hmm. the rookie sessions at my house. Like we started off at my crib, and then uh, from there we had just moved to NoHo because that's where everybody was at. So mm-hmm. um, we just doing the rookie sessions, and then we start having Beast come, we start having Dre come, just to have like vets there to like uh, watch over and like uh, give us like tips and how sessions should go and all that other stuff. And um, and we start having battles too, which was dope. And I feel like that. That's what made me better as well. Wait, did I skip? I did skip. I was supposed to do the fucking um the rookie the rookie tournament was first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just skipped over the whole. We're working backwards into it, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm gonna piece everything together. <laughs> oh damn! But it's crazy, bro. Like it's just like so much that I was doing that I wasn't even like thinking about, like. Yo, like I'm really doing this type thing. I was just doing stuff because it was like it was fun. Like I was really enjoying like the journey that I was like taking on. And then, uh, but yeah, we was doing the the rookies sessions, the rookies battles at the rookie sessions, and then I'm gonna go back to the rookies tournament. And I just like with the rookies tournament, I didn't really know like a lot of like anything like of like foundation method i just really use like like arm swings <laughs> fucking like there's anything i was just like throwing out like okay i know about arm swing i know about a jab i know about a gallop and i i think that was the only like three things i knew and then everything else was just like like from like my all styles background mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i was really surprised i got to where i was at like bro listen dude Couple of the boys, couple couple of the little homies was there, and I remember when they came back, they had it on live, and I caught some of the live feed. Um, mm-hmm. But when they came home to Oxnard the next day, um, we all talked about it, and then footage started rolling out. And I remember they were like, "Yo, yo, yo, dude, like, why, why does he look so good? Like, what is he doing? What is it?" <laughs> and I was like, "Bro, he knows how to dance. Like, right. look at him versus you know this guy." Sure, you know, there's there's this and that. Of course, we're all working on. But, dude, he knows how to dance, bro. That's why he mm-hmm. looks it's like he's popping up and he's showing all y'all up because he knows how to dance, dance. Like, he ain't just a crump. Like, I feel like I was even talking about this with Proof. Is like you have some people who dance really well and then you have people who crump really well. And mm-hmm. people exactly who dance good, they might not, they might not know how to crump well, but if you give them enough time, they will. Mm-hmm. They will, they'll, they'll pick that up because they know rhythms, they know textures, they know how to listen to a song and be like, oh, there's the beat, mm-hmm. there it is right there. You know, we find it, we find that shit easy. Right. People who have the ear can find that easy, mm-hmm. and people who, you know, and and it's not a knock to crumpers who only do crump, but sometimes I feel like there's pieces of them missing. There's a piece of them missing. So when you do go to an all styles jam, and mm-hmm. you see like a pop song come on they don't know exactly how to react mm-hmm. just like people who've never crumped like if they did all these other styles but then a crump track come on they're like oh no what do i do mm-hmm. like all these sounds like what's happening i don't know what to do you know in the ways that crump songs go and they build up and drops and all the different stuff breakdowns um they don't know exactly what to do but you seemed really comfortable that was one thing i do remember bro you seemed really really comfortable mm-hmm. in that tournament 
you're battling some big heads, dude. Slavic, yeah. all those guys were in it. There were some big heads in that tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I just feel like, because I'm just, like, a battle hit. Like, I'll, I'll always, like, find, like, like, not even just battling, but just, like, fighting, like, just, like, MMA and, like, like just like fighting movies and all that stuff just like the like i just feel like i don't know if it sounds weird but it gives me like a a certain energy when i'm like watching it and i mm-hmm. like kind of like feed off that energy that's why i like like action movies like my favorite like genre of like movies or like yeah it's just like i don't know it's just like that certain energy that that it gives like me is just like crazy mm-hmm. yeah so when I came into like the tournament, like I just felt like a like a warrior type shit. Mm, God damn, dude! And you definitely fucked a couple people up. I'm not gonna lie, And it made me um. And then when Ville rolled around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like you were saying earlier, that was one thing where I was excited. Like I was like, oh, Kyle's trying to be in the camp. This is cool. Like he's having fun right now like there's like even i didn't even being with everybody together like sometimes you can feel the tension in the room you know especially when the bill first started like everyone's like oh fuck am i going to get a name oh yeah you can't hear you know like everyone's yeah. like kind of tripping and it's like you can feel it you know and mm-hmm. it's like here's kyle and he's just kind of doing his thing in the corner you know just having a blast and it's like that's mm-hmm. cool man like he's relaxed like yeah just Cause I feel like the tension there's, there was something I could tell the kids, like you got to relieve the tension in your brain because then you can't let it flow. Like the right. energy, this creativity process, the lesson that you're trying to absorb isn't, isn't, you know, permeating your brain. Cause it's so tense. You're so hyper-focused. It's, Oh, gotta do, gotta do, gotta be. Uh, and instead of just saying, relax, it'll come. It's, it's coming. You know, it's, it's happening. It's happening. Uh, you had a so Bill. We hit Bill. Mm-hmm. My man starts fucking taking a couple bodies down, and then you battled Weapon. Mm-hmm. And and was that the night you got the Twin Street Beast name? Yep. Mm. Walk me through that. How'd that feel, dude? <laughs> no, I didn't expect because I know. Uh, it was like for a minute, like I was always talking to Beast, like about like the name and stuff like that. I was, oh, I, I, I will always like bring it up to him about like what name I want and stuff like that. It's crazy because um, at first, I'm trying to think, what was the first name that I? Oh no, because he asked me like, what type of name would you want? And it's crazy because like, um, damn, I'm trying to think. Cause like I was telling him like I either want to be like a killer like some type of killer or a twin, mm-hmm. but then like <laughs> Rev was like, oh I don't think you can be a, a twin because like I don't think you can be a twin because uh, it's gonna that's gonna take you like a while to get to a twin. I was like oh shit okay that makes sense though because that's like the top tier type. Mm-hmm. I mean not top tier because I don't think. I don't think he named me twin because like I'm top tier or whatever. I think it was just like on some like similarity type thing. Mm-hmm. Like just like a battle mentality and stuff like that. But um yeah, like yeah, I, wait, damn. I just like that the whole question just slipped my mind just now. I don't know why. 
No, the night, the night, the battle with uh, you had that battle at the corner session with weapon, and you got oh, weapon. Right, mm. right. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just crazy when he named me twin. I was just like, oh shit! I thought he was gonna name me like Deuce or something like that. And then, uh, yeah, that battle was like, it was like really like, um, it that battle alone really taught me a lot. Like even after of like hearing what people had to say. And like I know Miss Prissy, she had a lot to say. And I watched like her whole like live and it was like I was like, oh shit, like, okay, I do need to work on that. I do need to work on that. I didn't really feel like like upset or anything or like what she had to say. I was really like taking it, like really understanding like what I was doing wrong and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. now I feel like um I feel like every battle that I have and every big battle that I have, like, I have, like, some type of level up because I look at, like, what I could have did better, what I could have, um, um, what not to do type thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so that battle was really a, a, a milestone, and it was just, like, a, a battle of, like, humble, like, humbleness, if that makes sense. Mm. And then to get that name right after that, bro, that's yeah, that was crazy. I was like, damn, this man is fucking he's hitting mountaintops right now, you know. Man, it was uh, crazy, damn. bro. Yeah, fucking just to think, you know, and and to think like, damn, I I was just right here with this dude. You know what I mean? Like I was mm -hmm. just right here, bro. And then boom, a battle of weapon at the corner session, bro. Like mm -hmm. listen, people who's gonna listen to this later who might not understand what the fuck we're talking about. The corner session is hosted by the Blackhearts. Shout out Blackhearts. Mm -hmm. um, and it is one of the premier crump um, battle, you know, sessions that gets thrown um, pretty regularly, almost on a monthly basis. And uh, you get some of the biggest names. You get some of the biggest names and some of the brightest stars, you know, upcoming guys in there and they battle it out. And we're talking easily 40, 50 people there at any given moment. Um, one session, there was well over a hundred people, um, like uh, unbelieved. So thinking like a way to put it up, I guess, into comparison is like getting brought up from the minors, you know, in baseball, like you're getting brought up from the minors into the major league. Like this is major league shit, dude. Um, damn, dude. And it makes me so happy just thinking about it right now. Like, dude, you can't and know that, you know, at 18, thugging mm -hmm. it out. Airbnb fucking killing it, man. And now you're here, you know. Yeah. Fucking, he's a rove. He's arrived. <laughs> a rove. <laughs> yeah. Is that even a word? Dude? I don't even know. <laughs> oh. <coughs> Too high. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. And so, uh, well, one thing too, I liked what you said was um, taking in the critiques, like the way that you take in critiques, man. Like, mm -hmm. Um, what do you think is what do you think is important about absorbing those critiques? You know, because people do take it kind of to heart. Like, mm -hmm. oh, they said this about me, or they said that. But other people, like yourself, say, oh, well, they're teaching me this or teaching me that. Mm -hmm. So, like, explain that a little bit. Like, what? How? How would you explain the importance of having that mindset? Well, first off, like the reason why I have that mindset is because, like growing up like in chicago like 
you have like people that always have something to say. It's always some. It's always that one person in the room. Maybe maybe four or five people in the room that have something to say. So it was like, um, and on top of that, it's just like I'm more like back then, like in school, like we have like role sessions and all that other stuff. So that that stuff is like, yeah, that that really builds up your my. It built up my mental for like certain things not to get to me so mm. then like i'm able to really sit down with like myself after like i hear what i hear and then not not take too much pride in myself like oh i don't know what that person's talking about like they don't know what they're talking about type thing and um yeah you just gotta like not like let your pride take over like you just have to really really understand like why those people are saying those things and if you if you feel like they're wrong then i mean that's just like on you type thing instead of like really learning really understanding why they're saying it because like i remember um i remember one time like i had this homie and i remember i used to hang out with him all the time like that was like my like homie homie and we had this other dude come. He was like like older than us. And then um, he asked us. He was like, "Yo, like, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do?" And he asked my homie that, and he was like, "Well, I want to do this and this and this." And then he asked me, "What did I want to do?" And I was like, "Well, I don't really know, but like, I'll be hanging around with him like all the time. So I guess the same thing like as him." And he was like, "Why do you want to do the same thing he wanted to?" And I was like, "Shit, I don't, I don't know." He's like, bro, you got to, like, find yourself. You can't really, like, you can't, like, go behind what he doing because you're going to lose yourself trying to do what he do type thing. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, he really, like, woke me up. Yeah, from that. And I was, like, I think I was maybe, like, a like freshman in high school or, like, eighth grade or something like that. But it was, like, that that conversation alone really, like, changed my whole, like, mindset on, like, critiques and, like just like really listening to like other people type mm. thing like not taking it like as like so hard i know it's a lot of people that take like stuff like hella hard like like bro just like listen mm-hmm. type thing but yeah That's i think too it's it's hard for people because a lot of our dance comes from like from like the i don't want to well the only way I can put it is a vulnerable place, right? Which sounds really foo-foo, fifi, but it does. It comes from a place where we're pulling out from this, like, our inner child, really. Mm-hmm. You know, we're using our imagination. And for somebody to say, hey, like, work on this. Sometimes I feel like people take it as an attack because it's so such a fragile thing to them. Such an important thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's it's so fragile in its sense. So they're like, oh, no, like there's something wrong with me now. You know, they right. think that there's something I can improve on my dance. That means there's something wrong with me. Right. It's like, no, there ain't nothing wrong with you. It's just, mm-hmm. there's something you're lacking, man. And I want you to add on to this beautiful experience that you're already giving me. You exactly. Know? Um, with the kids, I would tell them, you know, with the kids I used to coach, I would tell them, you know, where, where you fell in your understanding in dance is where I'm failing in my execution as a teacher. So, that middle ground, let's explore that, you know, and we can mm. explore this together. So you 
as the recipient of this lesson, you are also teaching me how to teach you this lesson now, because there's something that we both need to, to work on, you know, mm -hmm. um, any, you know, I, I try not to give people critiques on their stuff, you know, unless like, it's like, it's fam. It's like, uh, you know, let's add in this and maybe work on that. Yeah. Right. For the most part, I'm like, dude, just keep filling it, man. Uh, I enjoy what you're doing, you know, or, mm -hmm. you know, I don't, it's just kind of like not, I just, I would rather people explore more than me tell you where to go. Right. Like, you know, like just fill it out. Dude, you'll feel that your feet ain't moving, bro, or that you're not doing this or your arms is flinging around. You'll, you'll feel it. Just explore, dude. You know? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I'll, dude, I love to tell myself I suck. You know, <laughs> whenever I battle, I always look at Sherman like, dude, am I losing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, bro, like, tell me, tell me the truth. Am I losing right now? Because I feel like I'm losing because I just, I tell myself I suck. You know, even, even if I am winning, it's like, no, I, I'm about to go harder right now. Like, right. it's just, I'm warming up, dude. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Battle heads, dude. That's that battle mindset is always to be a better warrior the next battle. Facts. Know? Yeah, bro. Um, <laughs> one thing that I definitely want to talk about, too. That's eyebrows. <laughs> is is my man? My man's is a pops, dude. Nice. You know we're fathers out here in Crump, bro. God damn it. Yeah, bro. That's like a crazy. It's like it's like a whole like different experience, bro. And I'm so glad. I'm so happy that I have like so much support. Like we, like me and like Kim, we had like so much. Like we have so much support like behind us. So like I feel like it could have been way harder. Than what it is now, like, um, yeah, just in terms of just like diapers, like we don't, ha we don't, we never paid for diapers yet, like, like, I never had to pay for no diapers, like people like bought shit for us, like we literally like, like our crib, like the crib we have for them, to the swingers, to everything, like clothes, all of that, we didn't really have to pay for anything except for like maybe when he get older then that's when we start like putting money like into like diapers and stuff like that but yeah it's just like i was like we were like fortunate enough to like have that and like just being a dad alone is like crazy because like well she works uh she works like eight hours she at work right now and mm -hmm. like um i and i'm like home like working on like the business and stuff like that and taking care of him so like I so we really like is in a really good are we are in a really good spot to like just get to where we want to be in life as like individuals and as parents and as like business partners and like just really be like us type thing. We don't mm. have to we don't have to do too much like compromise, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, dude, dude. In the way that you said it right now, I think is a perfect, it's perfect is, is, you know, you guys work it out for who you are as individuals and then as partners and then everything else falls afterwards. Um, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not with my, my son's mom and, and I'm never, sh I'm never shy to shy away to, to say that, you know, I grew into a different person, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And she did too, you know, and, mm -hmm. And at first it took me a while to to understand that, that she wasn't a bad person, boogeyman shit, you know, you just grow as different people, you mm -hmm. know, and, 
And sometimes I feel like there was points where, you know, I was focusing too much on the career or we were trying to focus too much on the parent part or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But I always tell people like you're a human being first, you know, you got to take care of self. You know, it sounds selfish as fuck, but you got to take care of self first and then, you know, family, Mm -hmm. you know, and then everything else come comes along after mm-hmm. uh, but you know some people's orders are different and it works i'll just say what mine what i think mine is you know yeah uh, now, it's it's crazy because like we have to go through that too like in terms of just like our whole like uh communication has changed like after like having like our son and stuff like that like our communication changed like it's just like is there certain things that like came out to like the light and then we have to like really fix it and we have like recently we recently had like things going on but now it's like more cool because we like had to really sit down like for like a few days and like really talk about like how our communication has changed and what what do we need to do to like fix it Mm -hmm. and you know you know (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's it's um yeah, but it's cool. Like everything is like good now. We just try to like really um, fix our like not differences, but like our um, disagreements mm-hmm. type thing. So, and that's one thing I have noticed with you guys, dude. Is you know, a lot of people talk about communication re- relationships, which I think is number one. Right? Mm-hmm. I feel like if you cannot communicate to your partner in times of happiness or in Mm -hmm. distress then you are in a bad spot Mm -hmm. um because then what are you going to do fucking send smoke signals like bat fucking light you know what i mean someone come Mm -hmm. save you you know you got to be able to talk to this person and i believe so that's one and then one a you know little star mark would be comprehension Mm -hmm. you have to be able to comprehend what they're fucking saying to you dude right (laughs) You know, like I can sit and talk to a wall all day long, you know, but it's not comprehending what I'm saying, you know, and um, I, I've, I've seen definitely your guys's communications and, you know, y'all's comprehension level, not only with each other, I Mm -hmm. feel is like a one dude, but then like you guys are both very mature. Like how old are you again, dude? I'm, uh, I just turned, well, I ain't just turned. My I'm man thinking three. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to turn 24 this year. That's crazy. They get old, bro. God damn. Dude, we're young, bro. We're still young, dude. Like, right. I hang out with older guys who are, like, mm-hmm. 40, and they call me kid. And I'm like, right. I'm about to be 30, you know? Right. So they call me kid, you know? And then mm-hmm. when I'm hanging out with 60-year-olds, they're like, they call me a baby. Mm-hmm. So we're young. You know, right. we're still so young, dude. And and me coming to 30 years old, I wish I had, I wish I had the communication levels that you guys have, especially with each other. But then even like us talking or, you know, when I've chopped it up with Kim or hearing her conversate or hearing y'all, like I mm-hmm. listen, you know me, bro, I'm, I'm the wallflower. I listen to yeah. people and I'm just kind of watching sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's cool to see y'all's maturity there, man. And definitely life experiences help you know definitely help shape that but yeah facts you guys got a lot going on man i'm happy for you guys bro seriously so um 
And speaking of the business partners, right before I get to my my last one, I want to definitely I definitely want to talk to you about your business, man, mm-hmm. because I remember, um, uh, yeah, it was right before I left. You guys had a drop that did mm-hmm. really well. Mm-hmm. We sold, sold out, out. first yeah. day. Uh-huh. First first day we dropped it, sold out. I was like, like it wasn't like a lot of like pieces, but it was just like, it's like the fact that we see like we have supporters, and it's like it's like people are ready for because at first i was like a little like iffy about it i was like like what if nobody like buys them or like what if nobody like like likes the the design or anything because it's just a shirt with like yellow like graphics on it and people really like mess with it i was like oh shit okay that's lit and then like on top of that like we make like custom like one-on-one like items too so now that we posting that type of stuff like a lot of people um are like rocking with that like i already have like a couple pieces in the back like to like that i'm working on right now for like some people and it's like this is really a blessing that like the things that i really want to do is like really like working out like faster than expected type thing mm-hmm. so yeah like i'm really i'm i'm even thinking about going back to school for like fashion Ooh. just to like really uh understand like like everything, just the info behind like the fashion industry and all that stuff. Cause I want to like change, like in the future, I want to change my, like uh, our business from like, like regular streetwear to like designer, but like also like mix it with streetwear type thing. Mm. And like, um, yeah, it's just, it's just like, I just feel like this journey is like really something that I want to do. Like, it's not anything that I'm like, um, thinking twice on because like I, I stopped like i stopped maybe in between like us come like me like first moving out here and then i started again like maybe 20 2018 and then i just started again like last year to like make like one-on-one stuff and i'm like yo like i feel like just because you stop doesn't mean that it's not meant for you it's just mm-hmm. sometimes you need to have that break like even with dance i have breaks like i don't dance for like months mm-hmm. and then i just come back to like dance like i feel like if you like stop doing something it doesn't mean it's yeah i just said that but it doesn't mean it's not for you mm-hmm. just need that ment- like that mental break because mm-hmm. if you like keep going you're gonna burn yourself out type thing and uh yeah yeah, yeah so so let everybody know what their what your brand's Instagram name is or what mm-hmm. website they can find it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brand name is Ace Nostalgia, like Ace and then Nostalgia, like A C E N O S T A L G I A, Nostalgia, like pass. But um, yeah, we don't have a website yet. We just uh, we're working through like Instagram right now. Okay. And we just like have people like DM us and purchase to like cash app and stuff like that, tell them to send our their address and all that stuff. So and it's crazy too. Like even that, like we even like like it's crazy how like the world is like fucked up too. Cause like <laughs> cause like uh we have people that bought things from like Connecticut yeah, Connecticut, um, Minnesota, um, Florida. And, like, right before we was about to, like, sell that stuff, like, hopefully the guy, I was so happy that the dude didn't take the stuff. But, like, 
they, he like broke into our car and like he opened one of the packages but didn't take one. I was, I'm thinking he was like, cause we, I'm in LA, so it's like homeless people all the mm-hmm. time. So he broke into our car and just took like little stuff. Well, not little stuff. He took my passport, or wallet, and then. I knew that he was a homeless dude because he took all our snacks that was in the car. I was like, this bitch ass. Yeah. Yeah, but I was just so glad he didn't take, like, nothing. But we just had to, um, I just wanted to repackage everything. Like, I had to wipe down the whole car and stuff like that because, like, COVID and all that stuff like that. So I had to just repackage everything just to make sure, like, you know, like, COVID, like, residue or anything on it. Like that, you know what I mean? Like I was just trying to be cool, so careful, bro. Like things are dirty out here, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, and then being bro. out here in Florida, I'm like, like, dude, LA is fucking dirty, bro. Bro, like coming from like Chicago, like it's like only like I can't even think of like any like like dirty places in Chicago. Cause like everything seems like clean. Like everybody has, they, it's always like somebody cleaning some shit up. So mm. it's like, I just feel like LA, like I ain't trying to slander LA. I'm sorry y'all LA natives, but. but Fuck all that. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta <laughs> get y'all shit together. Y'all see, y'all see a bottle on the floor. Y'all didn't pick that shit up. <laughs> Bugging bro. Like I really think too that like, I don't know, you know, because I'm I'm originally from North Carolina, and even though I've spent a good chunk of my life in Cali, like, mm-hmm. I just really do always, I've always have seen the differences of how people not only act with each other, but how they act with their environment from coast to coast. Mm-hmm. And so, like, even you saying right now in Chicago, you know, there's people at least cleaning up, you know, trying. They're fucking right. trying out here, you know. But. LA be goofy, bro. I, I, don't, I don't know, dog. Yeah, I first came out here, like, just looking at, like, TV and stuff like that. They make it look so clean, bro. It made that shit look like you can eat off the damn ground. But, like, I got here, walked on the Walk of Fame. I was like, yo, where Ooh. am I right now, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was in LA, bro. I'm seeing, like, the names of, like, celebrities on the floor with, like, piles of shit on them. Like, yeah. Like, bro, like, what is going on right now? Yeah, uh, I took my son. There's a museum of, like, dream space or, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, museum of dream space um, out there on the off the Walk of Fame. And, dude, we were walking down it, and I swear to God, it was a jungle gym of fucking crackheads, shopping carts, and heroin needles, bro. I was like, yo, this place is disgusting. I'll never bring my son back here ever again. Bro, you yeah. know, like a three-year-old running around, you know, so I'm trying to like keep him away from a fucking homeless guy. Like, yeah. and you know, not to sound fucked up, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> I understand like for a lot of these people, they didn't choose this path, mm-hmm. but still, I mean, as a community, you know, you would think we would do better for them anyways. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's crazy. Oh. It's crazy. Like people have like millions and trillions of billions of dollars out here mm-hmm. and like we have y'all got like scared row like it's literally a whole village of like homeless people and nobody like don't even like try to even like help at all mm-hmm. so yeah it's crazy like i feel like that's like one thing like if i were to get my it's crazy i was talking to kim about this earlier like taking her to work we seen this do with a lamborghini truck and i was like yo like What's the reason of like buying that? Like it's like 
I'm literally on the same road that you on. And like mm-hmm. you paying all that money for a car, but you could have used that to like help like people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's great if you can help people and get that, but it's just like, I don't know. I guess I I see where I'm at, like once I get to that point of like money. What would be something that you would do? What would something if you had that kind of buku money? What what would be something you'd do? Well, my like one of my top goals is to like build like community centers like in Chicago for like artists and stuff like that. Like we have like rec centers and stuff for, like basketball and all that stuff, but we never had like it's only one place and that's like downtown Chicago that has like a studio and stuff like that for people. But like where I'm like where I like where I'm from, it's like we don't have none of that. Like everything that's like for like art and stuff like that. Even in my high school, like our like our stuff was like so out like like outdated. And it's just like everything else was getting like paid for, like sports and stuff like that. And it's just like I wanna well like I wanna go back to like help that like really put in like more for like the artists and stuff like that. <clears throat> and just like kids in general just like make more um like because i know a lot of people that do different like things that can like make clubs and stuff like that and like have people on payroll and stuff like that but yeah that's just like one thing i want to do to like really get people like off the streets type thing and i'm not even saying that just to sound like i'm gonna get the i'm gonna get the kids on the street like i really want to do that because like that's just something I didn't have, like, growing up. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really have, like, people to really put me on the right path, like, except for my parents and, like, my uncle or something like that. But, like, like the people that I really, like, roll with, like, outside, like, the homies, like, it was always, like, just, like, not negative shit, but just, like, it was unproductive type shit. Mm-hmm. So, Except for like maybe like couple like one or two people, but yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember there was a night we were all dancing at the eight one eight, dude. A helicopter came out. All this shit, dude. All these cops were like, "Listen, like we know that y'all ain't giving no problems, but you gotta get the fuck up out of here." Mm-hmm. And which is fine, you know. They could have gave us a ticket, all this shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. But that was, that's something too, man. I really would hope that one day, you know, after it's all said and done, that I could, that I could hopefully give back to the communities was a place, not even for kids. Let's say not, you know, let's scratch the kids stuff. Let's just Mm -hmm. say for adults, man. There's Mm -hmm. so many people who result to, you know, work in three or four jobs because they don't have somewhere where their passions can turn into a profit. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't have a recording studio. They don't have a dance studio. They don't even have the know-how. They don't have the cameras, right? But mm-hmm. why not create a place where all these people can meet up? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And let's alleviate that stress. You know what I mean? Like, why are guys and gals these days so fucking, like, sad and or mad? Yeah. Like, why are you so angry, dude? Like, life right. cannot not be that horrible. But for them, it is, you know, because mm-hmm. they're the ones working the midnight shift to the graveyard shift, to the morning shift, that just shit. to support ah, themselves. <laughs> you know, you know. I tried a gra- graveyard shift like one time, and I was like, "Can't do it, bro." 
That's just trash, bro. <laughs> and then the amount you get paid, bro. Nah, bro. I can't. Only work a nine to five, maybe three times out of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I've recently just worked at Joanne's, the fabric store. I thought it was going to be dope because, like, I'm in the clothes and then I'm ringing people up and then I see what they making. It probably inspired me. Like, I literally thought this whole thing out, like, before I even got the job. But when I got it, it's just like, yo, like, it's not what I thought it was. It's just like people just like stuck up people. It's just, no, nah. it, it just messed up your your mental, your mental state. It's like, I don't know how people do it, bro. I can't. Mm-hmm. And I worked at, that's when I worked at the graveyard shift was uh, at Amazon. I worked at Amazon for like maybe three months. And I was like, nah, don't, can't do it, bro. <sighs> Yeah, dude, I've worked some jobs that just did not align, you know, just did not align with what I'm trying to achieve here. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, y'all ain't clearly picking up when I'm putting down players so I can remove myself from this equation. Right. Um, Yeah, and it's hard, bro, you know, and and I just think that, like, even as you were saying earlier, like, even though you may stop something, it may not, it doesn't mean that it's not for you. You're right. I I love saying like, dude, is this not time yet? Like, it's just right. not. You, you know that that cookie needs to keep baking a little bit more. You mm-hmm. know, and and people think like, oh, I need to have this by twenty five. I need to have this by twenty nine, and have this by thirty. And like, right. no, dude, you're. When your parents were doing that, dude, cheeseburgers were a fucking nickel. Right. <laughs> like, knock it the fuck off, dude. Like, right. your grandparents are being pulled by horse and carriage, bro. Like, right. chill out. <laughs> Like let's let's relax, okay? Um, you know, because I'm I'm a perspective type of guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so thinking like, you know, just we get we get so caught up, and it's just like, dude, just relax. Like, just you know, just relax. Put some more thought into it, you know. And when you're ready to execute, like even like you're saying, like this year was the year I put this idea down to wax. You know, I mm-hmm. I did my first sale, first pop up. Like, that's that's what you know when people start talking about manifesting it that's mm-hmm. what that is right You've sat on this idea and sat on it and thought it out and you know like with my tattoos right i got a grip of tattoos now and mm-hmm. everyone i've ever got i thought about it for over a year mm-hmm. like i'm gonna get this done like the moment i get one done i'm already thinking about the next mm-hmm. and if i'm still itching for it a year later to that day i'll book i'll book my next appointment right so, because you you obviously want it, you know, if you're mm-hmm. thinking about it for that long, dude, you want it. Just go for right. it. Might as well do it. Exactly, bro. I mean, tattoos is on your skin. All right. <laughs> sure, but, so, yeah, I'd hope people would think about it a little more thoroughly, you know. Yeah. Now, there's some people that just, like, go and do it, though. That's crazy. I'd be yeah, like, dude, how you doing that, bro? Bro, I was so happy when I got my Monster Beast name. I was going to tattoo that shit on my forehead. Are you crazy? <laughs> like, the, like the night of, just in big block letters. Bam, masterpiece. Oh, Real man. Uh, lo- love you guys, man. Love you, camp. Fucking, um... We love you too, bro. <laughs> um, Yeah, dude. And so this, and, and this is definitely why I wanted to save it for last, because it's like, you know, you had so much going on this year, even more stuff that we didn't even talk about, like... The, that uh, we'll save that for another podcast, mm-hmm. but 
well, like when you look back and think about it, you did this battle with fucking weapon. And I mean, there was Ruck Boy, all the guys from the camp, Vill members, Sherwin, guys at the rookie sessions. You have all these battles, all this culmination. And then FCD Crump, Revelation of the Year winner. Mm-hmm. How's that feel when you look back, dude? I mean, I don't know. Because, I mean, it wasn't really like, I don't know. Like, it wasn't really. How do I put this? Because I mean, like revelation of the year is like, like a revelation is like something. I think it, it like the real meaning of it is like something like different or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you just bringing something different to the table type thing. So I mean, I guess like, I guess that's what it is because I didn't really think I would even like get it because it was so many other people that was like that I felt that was like. um getting more recognition type thing like mm-hmm. i know i know that it was people that like i'll I'll be surprised when people like know who i am i'll be mm. like oh shit like you know, i watch your videos bro i'm like oh damn you do oh shit well i just i just be chilling bro I, mean, <laughs> I don't really be like like yo um this sometimes i am because sometimes i'll be irritated when i be seeing like other people so like big-headed i'll be like bro like I want to, like, really... Slow down, partner. You're right. Like, yo, like, chill out. Like, really, like, focus on yourself, bro. And really just train before you, like, really be saying stuff like that. But, yeah, bro. It's just, like, I feel like, I guess, because I feel like people say, like, I'll dance, like, certain people. But I feel like I don't dance, like, anybody. Except for, like, maybe a couple people. Because, like, obviously Beast, because he taught me. And mm-hmm. then, like, maybe, like, certain people, like, uh, like, Ugly Fate or, like, Bruiser, because those were the people I was, like, I was, like, watching when I first started. And I, like, really got the gist and the feel from, like, watching their videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that's nothing wrong. It's not, like, I'm taking, like, video, I'm really taking, like, the moves and stuff like that. It's just, I'm really, I'm really sitting at the like looking at the computer or tv like really like okay like i really understand like that feeling like mm-hmm. i'm really like looking over studying footage of like why they are making those decisions and stuff like that because yeah and then alone like i just feel like like ain't nobody really bone breaking and crump. i feel like that's something that i really brought that was like hella different Mm-hmm. Like people try to say that it was people doing it in Chrome. I was like, no, nobody was doing, nobody like bone breaking, how bone breaking. Nobody doing like comp, like full on combos, like bone breaking, mm-hmm. and shit like that. Like if somebody try to say that, they lying. They just not trying to give. They just not trying to give me the flowers, bro. That's all it is, bro. But, <laughs> but yeah, bro, it's just it's, it's crazy, bro. Like I'm still like, but yeah. When I, when, I'm, when I want to talk my shit, I talk my shit. But, like, um, I'm really, like, humble about it. I don't really, like, pay attention to anything. I got, like, shit in my life that I'm already, like, that I'm doing. So there's really no point of, like, bringing that out or just saying whatever because I'm really focused on myself instead of, mm-hmm. like, that stuff. But, um, yeah, I just feel like it's really – I feel like that's probably maybe the only thing that, like, 
I brought that was really different, except for no, nah, because I think people was already doing like rookie sessions and stuff like that already. But, but I was really, I feel like, I feel like I brought in a lot of people from like the all style scene. You know? Like a lot of people that was in the all style scene will always tell me like, "Yo, like I'm crumping because like I seen you crump and I know that like you was coming from the all style scene. And I I wanted to learn more like about crumping and stuff like that. Like." I feel like that's just something that like I uh, I have done, but I wanna I wanna like bring in people that don't dance at all and like make them into like straight preachers, bro. Like that's like mm-hmm. something. It's not even just about like me having to not me having that. Um, what's the word? Just like I don't to have that. Uh, damn. I can't even think of the word right now, but just to bring in people with just to say that I brought in people type thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, I just feel like to see like development is so like fucking dope just to see people like grow just in mm-hmm. anything, like just to do any like activity. It doesn't matter like what it is. Like if you want to go to school as a lawyer and then you become a lawyer, you become a top lawyer. That's fucking like crazy, bro. This is just your hard work is really like paying off type thing. And I like to see that from like anybody and everybody. Like that shit just made me like that make me happy in life. It's crazy. Just to see other people like flourishing type thing. Dude. So, yeah. Dude. It's exactly how I feel when I see you guys. All of you, bro. All especially right. like just camp wise. Mm-hmm. Like to see people who showed interest, people who were around, people I haven't mm-hmm. met before. And it's like now they're on Ville. Like, oh shit, this is tight. Like, yeah. you can't be on the fam. Like, this is exciting. And then now Foos is on the fam. And it's like, mm-hmm. damn, bro. Like, I remember my process. You know, mm-hmm. you did yours. Like, that's sick as fuck, dude. Like, like, hell yeah, bro. Like, we're fam. Mm-hmm. That's why I take it so seriously. You know, mm-hmm. like, I really get butthurt when people, like, be wanting to leave the fam and all this shit. You know, like, yeah. I will try to convince you otherwise. Like, I'm not the <laughs> person to call. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I will convince you to stay on the fam, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, because fuck that. Nah, I have separation issues. <clears throat> no problem. Mm-hmm. No problem admitting that. Dude, I have separation issues and anxieties, and I need my family. Yeah. So to see you guys, you know, all flourish, you know, and everybody in their own respects and you know, even seeing like, even being able to watch like Reb and them go through their process too. Mm-hmm. Then I came in behind them, and then they like just see these different generations. You know what I mean of people from Cali, and it's like it's tight, man. It makes me happy seeing everybody grow in their own ways, and even yourself. You know, and I think that I don't think the accolades, like I I, I feel you where it's like the accolades don't matter to me because I'm focused on like, like I'm saying, like I'm already telling myself I suck. So you handing me an award saying I'm doing good makes me feel like you're lying. <laughs> like, you know, like <laughs> damn you know, imposter syndrome, dude. Like you're lying to me, dude. You don't want me to get better. That's what this is. Like oh, I see this, this evil ploy you're doing here. You're trying to sabotage mm-hmm. me. Um, so I, I feel that, but I definitely do feel you're, your successes you know your your successes for everybody in the camp is definitely definitely good for for the idea of we can all continue to get better you know what i mean 
Because I feel like they use FCD Crump uses Revelation of the Year, kind of like people like Breakout, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like or like Most Improved, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like he's a rookie, so he can't be Most Improved because mm-hmm. there's nothing else that he has to quite stand on. Right. But he's a good dancer. So mm-hmm. how are you going to say he's a most improved when he was already really fucking good when he first stepped in here. Mm. Huh. So it's just confusing when I think about this award. So the one way I've looked at it was saying Kyle fucked people up this year and I need to do better. <laughs> like and I and I need to be stepping out on people a little bit more. Um, yeah. I think I, mean? I think honestly like what like for like improvement for me is like in terms of crump is that I just look more crumb. Mm. Like, instead of, like, being a dancer. Because, like you said, it's the difference between being a good dancer and the difference between being a good crumper. And, like, mm-hmm. we in a crump world, so it's like, I have to look more crump. So mm-hmm. I have to learn how to put, like, mix my um, my dancer with my crump. Not saying crump isn't dancer, but just saying, like, that that feel that crump feel you have to put that in there and that's what i had to do like i literally like when i first started training like i'm so like freaking like when covid started going around i was literally like in my like at my crib every day just laughing and i just got the chance because it wasn't no like all styles battles going on none of that and like uh, I really got the chance to sit and like erase literally everything that I knew. Like I literally in my mind, I erased everything that I knew, and I just put like I was just learning from scratch through like Crump. So like mm-hmm. I was really learning like arm swings and all that other stuff. I took, I think I maybe took I took one like private from Ruin. I remember that, and then before like I was um, I was like in the camp or in Ville or any of that. And so I was just like stuck in my house, just laughing on crump every day, all day. And um, yeah, I just feel like, yeah. So I think I'll just have to look more crump than more of a dancer type thing. Yeah, you definitely, dude, cause you definitely have, you definitely have an element that you bring this, like not only with the bone breaking, mm-hmm. but like, dude, people could say that they were doing it before you, but like you're saying, you definitely brought a different wave with it, you know, and I feel like you used it a lot more fluidly, mm-hmm. right? Like, there was dudes, yeah, who I seen, like, this half-baked bone-breaking, you know, but it was like, it didn't flow really well in their round, you know, you could yeah. see the setup for it. Yeah. And anybody like watching a good movie you you know if you see the fucking plot line you know Mm -hmm. right out the door it's not entertaining so if i see the setup or like a a comedian just kind of like giving you the punchline like Mm -hmm. you gotta have something to kind of top this off with and and there's got to be a flow and you know you know so i i feel like you you bring such a such a different and unique flow and versatility with your dance Mm -hmm. yeah that the more that you just keep and just keep going into crump and just keep filling it more and more and more, which I feel like all of us could do for sure, you know, mm-hmm. which is understand the essence of it, experiencing it, you know, whether it's through sessions, battles, labs, 
traveling, meeting, fellowship, all the shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's just going to get bad. It's it's going to get bad for a lot of people, bro. And you're gonna, mm-hmm. I call it now, dude. You're gonna, you're gonna definitely be one of the people that they write down in the books, man. Just mm-hmm. with everything, dude. Everything you're doing, bro. Like I could just, I can only imagine, like when you hit 30, 31, 32, what your life is gonna look like. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be crazy, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm laughing at that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing for everything this year. There you go. Goddamn right. Yeah, bro. I feel like, yeah, because last year I just like freestyle, like everything. All my battles was freestyle. Like, I didn't really, it was only like maybe like a move or two that I actually like practiced on because I, I just thought it was hard. And then like I just practice on it and just do it in the battle. But like I'm actually like gonna try to laugh this year. <clears throat> yeah, I have a I have a really bad yeah, bad habit of not like really labbing moves, you know, I guess mm-hmm. for crump standards. Mm-hmm. But I do remember uh, I took SLX with Chez and I did a lab with Spartan and it was it was weird how he said that, you know, people get so stuck in these combos. Like, you know, we've all seen those combo heavy dancers and, mm-hmm. you know, they miss a move or if it doesn't hit right, you know, they even have their after buck planned. Like this right. whole celebration right. move planned and it's like, um, it doesn't look right. It doesn't feel yeah. right. And for me, that always scared me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't be choreographing my shit. So, like you're saying, I probably mm-hmm. go in maybe two, three moves because I thought they were, su- like, super, super cool. But mm-hmm. everything else, I'm just flowing through it. Like, right. I can't. I Like, I feel like I freak out if I step up with too much in my brain. Mm-hmm. Like, some of this I need to get out during the session, at least. You know, right. some of the stuff. Uh, yeah, I tried then, to do, like, hat moves before. Like, when I first started off, like, I tried to do hat moves. Like, some of them was landing, some of them weren't, and I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with the hat moves. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's fun. I've I've started to, you know, before I kind of feel like for a little bit, Crump was, like, a solid place for me to be. Like, I could be there, be myself, and just kind of relax, you know. But I wasn't having the fun that I wanted with it, and I didn't feel, like, like, especially because of COVID, you know, after you battle, you know, the same 10 people, mm-hmm. I get bored. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. got to battle you again, dude. You know, like, right. fuck, like, I'm always down to battle, but I, I need some excitement in my life. Mm-hmm. But now being on the road, I got super excited because it's like there's people I've never met before. There's new sessions and the LE vibe gets a little tiring after a while, you mm-hmm. know. Being stuck in that shit for five years for me has been fucking brutal. So uh, I'm I'm definitely glad I get to travel and meet some people. Like I'm I'm hoping to be in Miami pretty soon, and then um, we're supposed to be in in Dallas next. So Texas, bro, I'm telling I you, I'm working wait. out. Tw- Dude, working out twice a day. I'm watching like two or three lab videos at least a day. Mm. Um treadmilling it everything dude so people better be ready i'm ready for you <laughs> <laughs> <Not> that. 
Oh, I'm telling you, bro. I'm finna step out crazy this year. Oh my god, I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Like, oh no, like Trump is so funny to me now. Like, I see the same circle of conversations happening. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, be better. Oh, wait your turn. Oh, you know, this guy. Oh, I'm an OG. No, I'm a heavy hitter. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, time for you guys to shut up because I'm pulling up. Because <laughs> I'm about to pull up. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. And just, I just want to get away from those conversations and just be competitive again for a little bit. And, you know, with new people. Be mm-hmm. super competitive with some new people I've never met. And have a have a fresh experience again. I think it's going to be, it's going to be fun for me. Um, That's lit, bro. I can't wait till you come back, bro. I want to see what you got, bro. Um, I'm hoping we battle in March. What's up? Have we battled? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we. I think that was when we had the little, little, like little party. I think. I want to say it was. I was going to say that it was like there was. I can't remember what we were doing because you weren't even doing like this. It wasn't like like a regular Monday. It was like something else. We all ate pizza. Yeah. And did like I don't even know what we were doing that night. Um why were we even there? Like what was there was a there was a reason for it. Uh Hello? Oh what up? <laughs> oh I lost your audio, bro. Hold on, let's see. Huh. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Well, that's good. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I lost I lost your sound, bro. Huh. Having some Oh, we got. No, I still can't. No, I still can't hear you. Do you want to try going out and then coming back in? Let's see if there's something I can do on my side. Uh, my do, 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 no. No, still can't, bro. I don't know what's going on with that. Let me see. I'm going to try to. No, still can't. Check. There we go. Let's see. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can. You can leave and come back. Uh. I'm gonna talk shit about him while he's gone. No. <laughs> Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. 
Kyle is the motherfucking man. He's the man. And you guys need to be watching out for him. When people are humble like that, and people just have good intentions behind what they're doing, they're dangerous. Let's bring him back in. My man. Oh, I still can't hear you. God damn it. No, I can't. I can't. Uh, maybe. Hold on, let's try this. I'll send you. I will send you this, right? So that I can get you back in this motherfucker. Maybe we do this. So I'm going to boot you out. And then I'm going to send you the link again. Let's see, that have you, let's see if that works. All right, give me one sec. Everybody, give me one second. One dollar mila. One dollar mila. Hello. Make sure no other apps are using your camera mic. Then refresh the page. Huh. Aha! <laughs> ah, let's go. Can you hear me? I still can't hear you. I don't know, dude. What the fuck, man? Well, check it out. Uh, if anything, what we can definitely do is uh, is make sure we do a part two to this, bro. Yeah. Um, I do want to say thank you, everybody. We'll wrap it up, yeah, so we can finish this up on a part two. We'll go ahead and schedule it out right now, if anything, too, later later after we're done. Um, I do want to say thank you, bro. I'm, I'm humbled and I'm thankful to have you as not only as a friend in life, right, but for you to be alive, period. Yeah. Um, I've really tried to get into saying that to people, making sure that I'm, that you know I'm thankful that you're just, that you're alive, you know, that you are who you are here on earth. Yeah, on this earthly plane. Um, good luck. Yeah, good luck with all your endeavors, bro, and your adventures. And I can't wait to get home and see y'all, man. All right. All right, bro. I love you, man. I'll holler at you right now.